0: work through the growing pains and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. were able to talk about and share what you know and love with the world and gain media exposure that resulted in landing more clients and creating more visibility for yourself and your business, would you be interested? If so, then today's episode is for you. Public relations is something that we don't really hear much about in the online virtual support space, and I want to know why that is. (laughs) So let's learn more about this underutilized marketing strategy, and here to teach us is none other than the fabulous PR pro, Christina Nicholson. Before Christina got involved in PR, she spent about 10 years working as a TV producer and an anchor. At that time while she was working long hours in a grueling and inflexible job on top of being a mom, she noticed a lot of people in PR had never actually worked in the media and had no concept of what it was like to be in the newsroom or to put a story together. That's when she decided to start her own PR agency and it has been flourishing for nearly five years. With her team of eight rockstar women who all work remotely, she helps small business owners get exposure in the media without paying for advertising. That sounds like a win-win to me. So let's go ask Christina how she earns media coverage. Hey, Christina, thank you so much for being here on the podcast
1: today. Thank you so much for having me, Tasha. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit about who
0: you are and what you do?
1: Yeah. So I have a public relations agency Mm -hmm. and it started about five years ago. Um, I called myself a professional, I'm using air quotes, a professional (laughs) freelancer um, back then. And then I kind of slowly and accidentally started building a team. But I never actually studied PR. I never wanted to get into PR. Um, It all came about as I was being pitched by other people in PR when I was a TV reporter and anchor. I did that for 10 years. And The schedule is very grueling. You're working around the clock. You can never get a day off. And I had a couple of kids and I needed a more flexible schedule. So I said, okay, look, there's clearly a lot of people in PR who have never worked in the media. They don't understand what it's like to actually be in the newsroom and put a story together. So why don't I do that now? So I worked at an agency for six months and um, then I went off on my own. And five years later, I have an agency with a team of eight. We all work remotely. We are all uh, women on the team. And we help small business owners get exposure in the media without paying for advertising.
0: That's amazing. And I love that we're talking about this topic today because I haven't seen as as much as, as far as I can think, I haven't seen any virtual support pros, if maybe like a couple, but mostly I haven't seen any really look at pitching to media, um, you know, out into the media in order to gain more clients. So, I think it's definitely an underutilized, you know, way to market yourself and to get more visibility in your business. Can you tell us um, what you've seen or what the repercussions for other small businesses that you've worked with, what you've seen happen once they do get some of that media coverage?
1: Yeah, and it is underutilized, and you're right about that, Tasha. Mm-hmm. And that's because it is very difficult. It's very competitive. Yeah. So think about, you know, like I always ask people, how how would you like to be in Forbes or Oprah or the Today Show? And obviously these people are getting pitched by thousands a day. It's right. very competitive. It's very hard. And it's something that you have to really know how to do. And that's why I use my expertise for being on the other side of the media to help people. And it is something though, even though it is competitive and it is hard, it is something you should utilize because it is like a third-party endorsement. You can tell everybody you're great all you want on your website, on your social media. You can pay for ads to tell people you're great on social media in different places. But when you earn exposure in the media, that's a trusted source telling people you're great. So for example, Tasha, your listeners say they've never heard of me before. They know, like, and trust you. So by default, they're automatically going to trust me because you invited me on your podcast. So Mm -hmm. you're like giving me that endorsement. So it really fast tracks your sales. It fast tracks your way to getting more leads and it makes it so much easier to close the deal when it does come to that point in the sales process. I can give you, oh my gosh, so many examples of how this has worked for people. Um, I'll give you an example of somebody in my media mentoring program. So in addition to my agency where we do everything for you, I was being approached by a lot of people who didn't have a budget for an agency. They needed to learn how to do it themselves. So that's what the media mentoring program is for. And I had somebody based in San Diego. She was a dietitian, and she wanted to reach more moms in the San Diego area. So we put together a pitch to get her on TV. This was in the fall. It was back to school time. So we talked about, here are some things that you can pack for your child to go to school. If they're a picky eater, these are some things that, um, they will eat and they'll come home with an empty lunchbox. So she did a live TV segment for five minutes in San Diego. After that, she shared the segment on her social media. She shared it on her website. And obviously the goal was to build leads and get some moms coming to her to, um, help the moms with their kids and their eating. But something we didn't expect, but did happen is a lot of local businesses in San Diego reached out to her and said, Oh, Hey, well, we make this snack or we make this drink. Can you tell your audience about our snack and our drink? And she's like, "Ah, okay. I wasn't really expecting this, but okay. <laughs> so then she started making money as a brand ambassador for these snacks and these drinks. And that was because these companies saw her as an influencer because she was on TV. So again, like you get that local TV segment, they don't know anything about you. They've never seen you before, but because they saw you on TV talking about food, they automatically think you're a food influencer and you can help them. And she has slowly started to build her brand. Now she's a regular on TV in San Diego And she's making money and getting leads in a variety of different ways because she is building her personal
0: brand through the media. I love that. That's amazing. So how do we know when we're ready to even consider going this route and starting to build up um, a media pitch list, basically?
1: Okay, that's a great question because so many people use the excuse that they're not ready. And it, (laughs) it is... It is a terrible excuse. So, how are you ready? Are you ready to take on a new client? Are you ready to take on a new customer? If the answer is yes, then you're ready. I mean, bottom line, people can't do business with you if they don't know about you. Mm -hmm. And this is how you get known. So, I would say if your answer is no, I don't want a client or no, I don't want a customer, then don't do this. But if you want to build your business, if you want more leads, if you want to make more money, then yes, people need to know about you. They can't do business with you if they don't know (laughs) about you. So I say like when it comes to building a media pitch list, like start with your goals. Don't worry about the Today Shows and the Oprahs and all of that. Like, yes, that's great. I've had clients get there and it's amazing for credibility, right? However, there is a big variety of people who watch Oprah, who read her magazine, who watch the Today Show. I say, Start with the goal in mind. If you want to, I'll give you this example. I had a client who had an app for running. And like, if you're in Arizona and I'm in Florida, we can virtually race each other with this app, right? They were on the Today Show. Like huge audience, millions of people saw this. However, there were probably millions of people who saw that who hated running and Mm -hmm. would never use that app. But we also got them in a magazine and a website called Runner's World. So millions of people saw that. You are probably more likely to convert those people than you would on the Today Show. The Today Show is a much bigger audience. It's a much more recognizable name. But Runner's World is where that coverage is going to turn into dollars for you because everybody reading Runner's World actually likes running and they care about running. So when you're building your media pitch list, I use that example to not focus on the big recognizable name, the thing that'll impress people. Focus on your goal. Where is your audience? What are they watching? What are they reading? What are they listening to? And go there. I love podcasts. The people who listen to podcasts, they are a different kind of person. They're more likely to invest in themselves personally. They're more likely to invest in themselves professionally just because they're taking the time to listen to a podcast instead of listening to something else or doing something else. So, I tell um, everybody, like, if you really want to build your personal brand, look at podcasts, look in podcasts in your niche, where your audience is listening to, just because they're more likely to pull a trigger than somebody who is reading an article online or watching TV. That's not to say those things aren't important. You Mm -hmm. should do all of those things, but some things, you know, get you further faster. So don't focus on the big things. Yes, the big things are great. But if I pitch you to the today show, And they're like, okay, I'm kind of interested. Let me Google Christina Nicholson and nothing comes up. Then they're going to be like, oh, well, she hasn't been featured in any media. But if I'm featured in smaller, more niche things and I'm building my brand slowly, then when the Today Show gets my pitch and they Google me, they're going to see all this media exposure from before. And they're going to be like, oh, okay, she's legit. That's the social proof. That's what we needed to see. So I think when it comes to building a media pitch list, look at who is specifically writing about your niche and writing about the problem that you solve
0: that's perfect so I was going to ask you my next question was going to be where do we even start in all of this like what do we need to have prepared or ready or that sort of thing in order to be legit and in order to present it in a way that's not going to get us you know laughed at or (laughs) deleted (laughs) quickly from their inbox
1: (laughs) no that's a great question so People in the PR industry, they use software. There's a variety of software. It's thousands of dollars a month. And many times it's not very accurate. (laughs) So that's Mm -hmm. the good news is you don't have to worry about that. I tell people to go to LinkedIn and go to Twitter. Those are the two biggest social media platforms to find people. Twitter especially. Twitter is like the news hangout. That's where you go to get news. That's where the news people hang out. So You can search on Twitter and then also search the person on LinkedIn. And I'm not telling you to make a connection or follow them and then pitch them right away. Mm -hmm. Like you need to follow them, make a connection, and then comment on things, retweet some things, share things, build a relationship that way. So when you do go to pitch them, they already know who you are. Maybe they've followed you back, like you started a conversation. So do that. So I would I I suggest that people right now say you really want to be in Forbes. I have a client who speaks on diversity and inclusion. Forbes has like five writers and contributors who their main focus is diversity and inclusion. So we're connecting with them on LinkedIn and on Twitter and we're having conversations back and forth. And when we have a good idea to pitch them or when they're writing about something that she can comment on, we're already top of mind because we've already built that relationship. So I say, go to Twitter, go to LinkedIn, follow what these people are doing online. Are they writing articles? Are they um, releasing podcasts? Like let them know you're reading their content, you're listening to their content, or maybe you're watching it on YouTube. Like let them know you're there. So when you do pitch them, it's not like, oh, here I am showing up out of the blue trying right. to give myself a free promotion.
0: I love that. And that's the same advice that I give for anybody who's looking for any kind of a client, you know, whether it be media to pitch them um, for this sort of thing for for marketing purposes or whether it be something else like a, a done for you service client. You don't want to just come out of the blue. Even if you're doing a cold pitch, as we call it, you don't want to come out of the blue. You want to make sure that they've seen your name a couple of times so that they're at least like, oh, that name looks familiar. That name sounds familiar, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. And especially in media pitching, it makes a huge difference because mm-hmm. like, let me tell you, I, I have a relationship with um, with a couple of producers and bookers at Headline News at CNN, they get at least 20,000 emails a day. Wow. So when I pitch them, I always send an email. I always follow up. You always want to make sure you follow up because most of what you're going to get is going to be on the follow up. But after I send an email, I send them a tweet and I say, Hey, I just pitched you a story. It's in your inbox. And Mm -hmm. this is because we have built a relationship on Twitter. We follow each other when I'm not pitching them, which is rarely, maybe it's once a month, once every other month. I don't just pitch to pitch, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be strategic about this, but I'm still watching them and following them in between the pitching. So I stand out in their inbox, my name stands out. And then I'm also letting them know, Hey, I have something in your inbox because today we are more likely to pay attention to a Twitter notification. Then we are another email in our inbox that has thousands of things already in it. So that's another reason why you should be interacting with these people on Twitter or LinkedIn.
0: That's great. So... Last two questions. First of all, can you tell us about your free course that you have? Um, I'm excited about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So you can get it at pitch publicity profit. It's three days. Day one, I teach you how to pitch the media. And I actually share, I gave you the example of um, the dietitian who got that TV segment in San Diego. Mm -hmm. I actually share the exact pitch word for word That landed her that segment in day one on pitch. Day two, how to do a good job with the publicity. Like you want to deliver it so you actually turn it into profit. You want to deliver well so you get invited back. Day three is what to do with it to turn it into profit. And day three is very important because so many people think, oh, I was on TV. Now everything's going to be rolling in. Or (laughs) I was mentioned in Forbes. Now my big speaking career is going to begin. No, it does not work like that. (laughs) You actually have to do something with that media. You have to leverage it to turn it into profit. And I talk about that on day three. Three days, three super short videos. It's at
0: pitchpublicityprofit.com. I love that. And where, well, we can find you there, but where else can we find you?
1: Yeah. So I'm on pretty much all social media during Mm -hmm. the quarantine. I jumped on TikTok (laughs) because, hey, why not? Um, (laughs) um, But I'm at Christina all day on Instagram and Twitter. I'm probably most active there. You can also find me Christina Nicholson on LinkedIn. Um, I also have a podcast, which Tasha Uh, You will be on if if you haven't already, depending on when this airs. Um, And that's called Become a Media Maven. And I talk about all things sales and marketing and how people can build their businesses.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Tasha. That's it for this week's episode Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.